Hi, everybody. Welcome to Queers and Soaps. I'm Tommy, and I'm once again joined by my lovely co-host, Angel. Hi. Today, we are back covering Poor Charles' Tainted Love, week eight. So I'll roll the credits, and we will jump right into it. So we open with Kevin wants to report Livy to the police, but she hasn't been missing long enough. Um, but they know that Caleb is the one responsible for her being missing, so they're kind of freaking out because they think he's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, Livy wakes up in a white dress in a what looks like a resort, but I guess it's a mansion. It almost looks like a tropical resort, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, with all the curtains hanging off. And... I was getting like White Lotus vibes or like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's daytime. It sounds like there's a beach or some kind of ocean outside. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he took her. Transylvania, maybe? <laughs> yeah, probably around the corner, for all we know. <laughs> Soaps. <laughs> and at first it looks like she's alone, um, but then we kind of see lurking like he does in the background, Caleb. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Admiring her, we'll say. (laughs) Um, Jack is locked up in a cage by Chris and is electrocuted when he tries to escape. Electric shock. Electrocuted would have killed him. Okay, so he's like zap. He's like a shock caller. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that in the sixth grade, so that's why I'm like, hey, I have to correct people because I got corrected. No, that's good. (laughs) Just pass it off from generation to generation. (laughs) Um, Gabby is upset that her brother, Emilio, is hurt and in the hospital. Um. And she kind of throws herself at Jamal, and Allison's like, all right, bitch, back off. <laughs> <He's like, "Enough." laughs> the way she looked at her. Like, she was like, <laughs> She's like, that's enough, that's enough. That's enough, that's enough. <laughs> Especially, it's even more gross once we find out what happens later. Well, thank God nothing actually happened. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, Caleb talks to Livy about their destiny, and she doesn't know if she should stay. And he asked her to give him a week, and then she can decide. Gabby doesn't understand how she... So it's one week for them, but in 365 days, it's a whole year, so... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb moves quick. He's not like Massimo. <laughs> um, Gabby doesn't understand how she could bite her own brother when Caleb said vampires can't like hurt their own family mm-hmm. well bite because um remember um many times jack has harmed uh chris doing this so. oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um evan and lucy go to jack's room and lucy finds empty blood bags near the mini fridge and she says jack must be one of them Jamal and Allison walk in, and Kevin accuses them of knowing all along. Chris electrocutes Jack until he passes out, and Chris hesitantly opens the cage to check Jack's pulse, and he doesn't have one. (laughs) And Jack's eyes pop open. (laughs) (laughs) So the second episode, I guess, it got cut off in the beginning, because we didn't... 
get like the first part or the opening credits. So we must have picked up right after the opening credits. Um, but we had Jamal and Allison basically admitting everything that happened from the bike accident to burying Jack, thinking maybe they buried him alive to his weirdness, to his super strength. <laughs> Um, and then, um, if you watch like the before, like the next on Port Charles, uh, I think Kevin threatens Jamal into admitting that. Okay. So that that's the implication there. The implication because we we didn't see it, so we yeah. saw it and, like Kevin was like, "You better tell me." <laughs> yeah, usually, you? usually those next on Port Charles are the first scenes of the next episode. Yeah. They're not really. They don't really go too deep into the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, so we didn't really miss too much with that. Um, Caleb is still trying to convince Livy to stay. Mm -hmm. And he keeps telling her how happy they'll be together. And she's kind of conflicted because, again, she still cares about Jack. But she has this pull to Caleb. And um, she's also concerned about missing her family and not like, yeah. seeing her friends and... He's, he's just kind of like, don't worry about them. No, I don't worry about them. <laughs> he says it in a more convincing, like, <laughs> um, seducing way. <laughs> um, so Gabby is trying to figure out from her brother Emilio how she was able to bite him, and she's keep mm -hmm. asking him. And he kind of freaks out, and they have to, like, put him in a padded room and have him restrained, almost like the judge was that died. Mm -hmm. And she slips in there and she basically, I don't know if she like compelled him to wake up because she was like very aggressive and then his eyes popped open. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she basically like makes him admit that she was adopted and that there were so many brothers and all they wanted was a girl. And so they adopted her. Mm -hmm. Um. I know I'm probably jumping ahead, but this was the quickest find out what adoption agency worked with you, like, situation. Yeah, next episode, she was ready to meet up. With, like, I was like, this was like, it would have took, like, a month and, like, an hour long, like, soap opera time. <laughs> yeah, it would have, it would have just, it would have just dragged on a little bit longer. It was literally next day, she was on the phone. Jamal and Allison were, like, knocking on the door, and she was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And she like slams the door in their face. Um, while Caleb is like trying to convince Livy to stay, and he asks her what she wants most in this world. And does she say, or does he kind of like read her mind? I don't remember her saying that she wanted well her mom, but yeah. um, but I don't, but I could have also missed that too. Yeah, I didn't remember her actually saying her mom. But it was like conveyed on her face, mm -hmm. and we got this amazing reveal, which I was completely shocked. I didn't remember this at all. But we got Kimberlyn Brown back Kimberlyn. as <laughs> <laughs> They misspelled her name in the credits. It's K I M B E R L I N, and they spelled it with a Y. And I'm like, that's not right. Was it in both credits they spelled it wrong? In the um in the end credits. Yeah, was it in like, did you see both like Tuesday and Wednesday because she was in two episodes. No, no. no. So the 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 uh, what is it? The uh, acting credits only run Mondays. So. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, that's how I was able to find out that they credit Michael Easton twice as Caleb and, and Michael instead of 
one except Michael Eason as Caleb and Michael. It's Michael Eason as Caleb, Michael Eason as Michael. But they spelled her name wrong and then they credited Emilio twice. <laughs> they credited Kimberlyn on Monday and she didn't appear until the end of Tuesday. Talk well, about no, they, credit, they credit everybody in the beginning of the week. Yeah, and but talk about like, revealing you know, this. Like, every, everything else was like everything else is just like every other every other day is just like um producers. Producers and crew. Friday is crew and then Monday is cast. Yeah, but like that means that they would have spoiled that her she was yeah, they spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if, which is why you should skip the closing credits. <laughs> <laughs> like you always do. So, so, so I, I, really was coming, I just didn't know when she was coming. You remember this? So I well, I well, I knew that in the from the from the Monday credits, but I also remember some of it, especially the ending. Like, well, I, I'm not gonna mention the ending right just yet, but I remember this specific episode. I do remember this particular episode that I uh, from first airing. Because remember it was the summer and I was a teenager and I had nothing to do. So of course we're gonna be watching Port Charles. <laughs> right. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I do remember this episode. I think it was a, was it kind of a big deal that she was coming back. I don't know. Did you think that she was like back full time? You know, what? I could have I could have read in the in the soap opera magazines that she was only back briefly. Oh, that's such a good reveal, though. It's like, why would they do that? Well, yeah, they still got me twenty two years later. <laughs> yeah, that's why you I like that. Credit. I like being able to but be shocked. But I like remember I like watching the credits just to see if Albert Alard did it. Uh, <laughs> so we get to see what the shot was. I love the the screen cap you posted of like Jack's like showing his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so although I was shocked and surprised that she made an appearance, at some point I kind of felt like this wasn't real. Um. So this is my theory, and I don't know if I'm correct, and maybe you don't know either, because I don't know. They feel like they're playing, playing a little fast and loose with this. Is it like an astral body situation where, like, it is happening, but it's like she's removed from her body? Astral projection. Yeah, that would make sense. Because they have this whole conversation. Rachel says that they're going to be happy together, all three of them, her, <laughs> Livy, and Caleb. Like, forget everybody else. <laughs> Um, she feels her her in that like the grandmother has a boyfriend now, <laughs> um, <laughs> and she says she'll be back real soon. And then we kind of see at the end of the episode that she never left her hospital bed. She's still kind of comatose. Her eyes are open and she's blinking, and that kind of made me think that she has locked in syndrome. Was she there? Like, was it an actual body thing? And she. It like even though she's not moving and like it's like in her head, like she saw it. She saw Olivia. I couldn't really tell because it was a lot of the, she was comatose, so there wasn't really a lot of acting. Like, yeah, maybe it's something. Maybe it's an actual thing that Caleb did. Maybe. Yeah, but I also think she has locked in syndrome, which is something that another show, Hollyoaks, did with another character. So I think the intention was, oh, we'll bring, we'll put her in locked in syndrome, which means that. She's like not. She's not able to move. Right. She's she's not comatose, but she's like. Like we had the nurse saying, "You poor thing, you haven't Mm -hmm. had visitors or had any kind of, you know, progress since you've been put in here." 
And she's just kind of laying there and she's blinking. And the blinking is what made me think maybe she was aware of what happened. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure what they were trying to do there. Yeah. And this, this is really sad too. Cause it's like, she's alone. She's just alone and everything like that. Like nobody's going to visit her. I don't think, I don't think I've, I don't think Livy's even visited her. Yeah. So at some point midway through the conversation with Livy, I kind of felt like this was the situation that she wasn't really there. Mm -hmm. um, but the initial reveal shocked me and I like that. I like mm -hmm. when the soap opera can still like not do like the soap tropes of like, you know, who's the daddy or like doppelgangers mm -hmm. and like, especially this being an older show, I was still like, oh, okay, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought about it. I feel like she went back to Bolden like 2002. So this must have been in between. Yeah, that was that would have been when Sugar, her like assistant in the militia and everything like that. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought of. I was like, I feel like the militia happened in 2002. <laughs> I think that was, that was what, that was when it happened. <laughs> yeah. She ran the militia and killed Ridge. So, in case you, in case, in case you're listening to this, I put up to um, quote fingers so that way. <laughs> indeed, die. Right. If you're watchable and beautiful today, you know that he's not dead. So. so, I guess we can go back to Chris and Jack and Lucy and Kevin. Uh -huh. So, um, Chris has taken a vacation <laughs> so that he can continue to like experiment on Jack. Um, he gets him, I guess the, the, uh, the shock from the electric, from the, the, the bars, um, in the cage prompted his teeth to be shown. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a struggle. Oh, I forgot to mention, cause we, last we talked about it a few minutes ago, uh, Jack's eyes popped open. So he was actually fighting with Chris in the cage. Yep. And Chris managed to get away, locked him up. Jack's now weak because he's hungry, um, but he couldn't feed on Chris because that's his brother. And that's when we saw his teeth, I think. Yeah. So Chris then goes take, to take a vacation, and he gets a blood bag to, I guess, test it out. He only gives him one because he doesn't want him to be too strong mm -hmm. so he can get out. Um, well, he gives him, like, a vial. A vial, right? Like I think he like keeps refilling the vial because mm -hmm. like there's like a little little thing that he put that he puts in the puts the vial in. Yeah, little like thing that opens up in the cage and it puts the vial in. And then he then Jack puts takes the vial put takes the vial and then puts it in the thing and then Chris takes it back. So he keeps yeah. refilling this vial, which doesn't ha which doesn't seem to be very sanitary, but okay, <laughs> I mean, he's drinking blood, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so we took, we kind of talked about, about this. Allison and Jamal go to Gabby's apartment. And at mm -hmm. this point she was like, on waiting for a phone call back from the adoption agency. She's like two through with them. Keep that. They keep knocking on their, her door. Mm -hmm. They, uh, <laughs> I laughed at this because they mention Caleb and that he's like obsessed with Livy. And she tries not to react at the mention of Caleb's name because you know she's obsessed with Caleb. Uh huh. And when they like, he's like in love with Livy. She's just like, no, he's not. He's in love with me. <laughs> she's like, <it's> almost like, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, who would be in love with that bony bitch anyway? <laughs> 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 and 
and she she kind of like is like Allison, you better get out of my face. And Allison's done with like doors being slammed in her face, and <laughs> she steps to Gabby. And then when Jamal steps in, she gets a little um. She shows her vampire strength, and she kind of mm-hmm. like twists Jamal's arm behind his back. Twists her arm behind his back like this. <laughs> right. Um, she still hasn't figured out why she can't um, bite Jamal, but I was actually surprised we found out this week. Mm-hmm. This is Allison. Like, I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else happened? Oh, so because of her vampire strength, Jamal doesn't think that they, they can should continue to bother her, and mm-hmm. he ends up telling. Allison, or Spunky as he calls her, that <laughs> she has this, all the same symptoms that Jack had. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that she's a vampire. Yep. So they hide out and they follow her to the adoption agency. And Allison has like this extreme theory that she's trying to adopt babies that nobody knows about so she could like feed on them. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's a little ridiculous. She's like, we're talking about vampires. She's like, and that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought I, and this, is, this is just something that I noticed it's a, it was a nice touch when like they were like kind of creeping a little bit well not creeping like just kind of spying on Gabriella and um, Allison's was Allison's wearing flats and you and like you could just tell you could just tell that like the flats were blue and stay on so, so you could see like her heels and, the, <laughs> and, on the ground. and I'm like oh I remember this for flats <laughs> <laughs> um, so now that Livy's seen her mom she's all in, she's like yes I'll stay forever this is great um, Kevin and Lucy <laughs> figure out where um, Jack might be being held because mm-hmm. Lucy starts to have flashes of when Rachel kidnapped her yeah. pre-arcs, I remember watching this pre-arcs and was like going to inject her I think with like medicine, I guess, to kill her. Um, I think it was to kill her. Because I remember her being tied up. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. I think, it, I, think, it, I, think, I think it was the medication that caused her quote-unquote locked-in syndrome. Oh. I think, I think the needle wound up getting, like, stuck into her. Rachel, and that's what caused gotcha. her quote-unquote locked-in syndrome. So I'm calling it now "quote unquote" locked-in syndrome because I because it's just the effect of the medication that she was right. She was, yeah. Hmm. So Chris had left to go get more blood or run more tests. I don't know why, but he, when he came back, Jack was not in the cage, and so mm-hmm. now Jack has the upper hand. He has him by the throat, and Kevin and Lucy walk in or barge in, and mm-hmm. they kind of break them up. Jack wants to go find Livy, um, and Caleb convinces Livy to call Kevin to tell him that she's okay and that she's safe. So she does that, um, which is where I get confused because I don't know where he has her. And again, I like I have this whole astral body thing with Rachel theory. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put a pin in it because there's something yeah. that happens at the end that we'll have to go back to this. Um, 
So she must have a break in Caleb's like compulsion or something because then she says, Is Jack there? Put Jack on the phone. And that's when Caleb's like, Oh, no, no, no. And he takes, No, 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 we're not going there. She's like, Don't worry, I'm going to take good care of her. Click. (laughs) 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 Um, So we have Lucy and Kevin back at the lighthouse with her crime board <laughs> that has like Caleb and like the stranger card and the baby card. Um, pumpkin head in the in the and I go to the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and like, she just has a written out as pumpkin head, not Serena. Not Serena. <laughs> <laughs> and Ian and Eve show up and they talk about how um, Emilio is exhibiting the same signs that um, Jack did, and the judge and the judge did. So this is where they flat out tell them that Caleb is a vampire, mm-hmm. um, because Eve notices the picture of Caleb on the board, and she explains that that's Michael's brother. And they're like, "Oh my God!" So now they think like maybe Michael could be evil. Um, Ian and Eve are kind of having trouble with this, but Eve, Eve, Lucy explains about like how the tarot cards kept showing up and the stranger, and every time she got the stranger card, she met Caleb once, and then she got the baby car, baby boy card, and she's like, so that's why I freaked out when I found out you were having a baby boy. Um, she mentioned, Eve mentions that Caleb came to see her at the apartment once, and that nothing happened, and they ask her if she invited him in, and she said no. And then Eve Remember last time I was like, she's just like hide the chain in her bra. Yeah. <laughs> she magically just like pulls the chain out and Ian's like, I threw that away. She's like, yeah, but I took it. Yeah, I took it. <laughs> and I'm glad that wasn't like a big thing. She was like, yeah, I know, but I took it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they never mention, like, they don't go further with that. Like to say, they, they stop at, you didn't invite him in. That's good. That's why you were safe. She was also safe because she was wearing that necklace. She's wearing the necklace because of the Like crest. they didn't take it one step forward to like explain mm-hmm. that. But, I'm sure they will later. Yeah. Um. So Jack is now on his own looking for Livy. And he, I guess he goes by the water. Their spot that they always meet at. She's not oh. there. He's screaming for her. And then I guess it was the basement of the church, right? That he was at looking for things. Yeah, it was the basement of the church. And he finds a portrait of original Olivia, who I don't know if it was just like the graininess of the picture or the darkness. I felt like it didn't really resemble our Livy too much. Like, yeah, I don't think it did. But he wipes the bottom and sees that her name was also Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he heard a noise. And I thought maybe it was Michael. Yes, I thought too. But there was nobody there. And there was another room with more stuff in it. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll put a pin in that for now. Um, at the adoption agency, Gabby gets her results right away. That she is not related to Milo. She was adopted. And... Jamal goes off on his own to, I guess, confront her or get closer. And they kind of have a face-to-face confrontation. And he admits that he knows what she is. And that... Did he have a stake? I'm trying to remember. He he says something... He had, I think he had a stake and he's like, he was going to kill her or whatever. And she's like, well, then you'll be killing your sister. 
Oh yeah, he did. Yep, he did. And that's when I was like, oh shit, we just found out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing the paperwork had her biological mother's name on it. Mm-hmm. Which I guess she knows is Jamal's biological mother. Yeah. Do we know this character? Nope. We don't. Nope. <laughs> the only like like I said like like I said before the only like connection that he has is with Dara Jensen who we've met before on mm-hmm. the show um, and that's it. Okay. And we don't know any of her family. Nope. Not really. Okay. So that was their little cliffhanger, is that their brother and sister. Um, so now I can take the pins out. <laughs> so Jack is now in the other room, and he comes upon, I guess, a covered up coffin. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where I get confused, and I have to kind of go back. So with my whole, it looks, he says, oh my God, Livy. And that's in the coffin. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're going off of my astral body thing, is if that's Livy, is that where she is with Caleb right now, her astral body? Just like Rachel was like, could have been her astral body. <laughs> or maybe it's Olivia. And yes. So again, going off of, I didn't think that Olivia really looked like our Livy in the portrait. Mm-hmm. That whoever was in that coffin didn't look like our Livy, and I'm thinking, is that a taxidermied original Olivia? (laughs) 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 But he said Livy, and I'm like, oh, then I'm going off his word, it must be her. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, but it could be taxidermied original recipe, Olivia. (laughs) Yeah, and I almost, I was like, I was like, oh, and then I, I was about to ask you, can we do another episode? Just, just, <laughs> I know. But like, nah, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, do you know? <laughs> or I don't. Just like, That's why I wanted to ask you to do another episode. <laughs> and well, like, the previews didn't really give you much answers. No, they didn't. So. Um. Side note, it had nothing to do with the week's episodes, really, but I was just really relieved that Michael lived another week. Yes. <laughs> like, right, we're eight weeks in. We're eight weeks in. This week, actually. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was credited, right, as Michael, but... As Michael, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, also, big reveal for Olivia, for Livy, anyway. Um. So she's walking through the mansion. She's decided she's going to stay because she's with her mom and now she's happy and... Mm-hmm. So now she wants to know all about Caleb and she's walking through the mansion and there's like these white sheets flowing and I'm like, I see candles and I'm like, with the, the white sheets flowing and the candles, that seems like a fire hazard, but okay. Um, yeah, look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to present the biggest burn ever. If these episodes were directed by Abra Lar, I'd be worried about that, but since they weren't, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> So he appears to her on and off. He keeps like popping in and out. And he eventually shows his teeth. He's like, you know, I'm going to show you who I really am. He shows his teeth. And at first she's a little scared. Mm-hmm. But then she kind of touches the tip of his fang. <laughs> 
And they, he's like arm length, arm length apart. Like he's holding her by her neck and she kind of like tilts her head to like show her neck. And then when they do like, um, what do they call a long shot of them to show their whole like bodies. He's so far away and he's just like slow motion, like going like this. Uh-huh. I'm like, that doesn't, I'm like mm, that looks weird. <laughs> like you're like this and you're just like, um so i really i don't remember if he actually bites her and she becomes a vampire until like the spells are broken or whatever i don't remember that part if that like makes her more attached to him because she's there's an implication, like in the previews next week, for next week, there's an implication that she wants him to buy her. Okay. So I don't know, but I don't know if it happens or not. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah. I guess it could happen and it would be fine once everything gets resolved at some point. Because like I said, I got like, a few weeks ago, I got a suggested video and it had Ian with fangs. I'm like, when the fuck does that happen? <laughs> Because I know it didn't happen in uh, Teens of Love. <laughs> I know Charles Keaton appears some, some, somewhere in this. So That's going to creep me out. That man creeps me out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that was it as far as the cliffhangers, right? She found out he was yeah, a vampire. And then, like, one last thing. Um, I know that, like, it, especially the episodes directed by Andrew Lee, they, have, they do a lot with, like, um, camera movement and stuff like that like i've meant i mentioned this before but there was like one scene where they where it's like caleb and olivia above and they're kissing and the, the camera just spins around and stuff like that okay i like that i don't know why and then also um i noticed the music has changed to like this creepy supernaturalistic music the music has changed it's not the music that it was like if you were to watch poor charles from the I'll say the first AB, the first daytime episode, the music's so different from mm-hmm. what it is now. It's so I like it now. I like I mean not that I didn't like the old music, the old soundtrack, but I like it now. And I think this might be RCK who I follow on Twitter. So if you're listening to this RC, good job. Because <laughs> I like he now does young and the restless, uh, the mm-hmm. background music for that. Well, now pretty much everybody knows about vampires mm-hmm. except for maybe karen and frank yeah um so maybe but, that's uh, why it, maybe we're just like okay now we are full-on supernatural so we got new soundtrack and like mm-hmm. <laughs> but it wouldn't they they want but they already been in supernatural in a supernatural element of the show so they're it wouldn't surprise me like oh yeah i time travel like <laughs> when i was watching lucy and kevin explain to Ian and Eve, and just how like serious it was, even though it was it's silly because it's supernatural. Um, they really committed to it, and it made me think about passions and how over the top and just like I almost I said this before. I feel like passions was almost like a parody of a soap opera. <laughs> like, they were just over the top for over the top sake. Mm-hmm. But this I like because they were taking it serious, like it was real, and like they were committing to it. And it wasn't silly hijinks like orangutan nurses and like uh-huh. fucking dolls, although they probably could do that since now it's supernatural. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, I like how even though Passions was around, it, this was different. 
Yeah. It took itself it, more serious. It's serious. I was talking with a friend of mine. Um, uh, he mentions that, pa not passions, Poor Charles is a little bit more character driven when it comes mm -hmm. to supernatural elements, too. Yeah. 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 Passions could get lost in the plot. <laughs> they get lost in the plot. They get they take yeah. several years for a for a movement to happen. Whereas poor Charles is like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, but that that was James Riley also. So mm, yeah, <laughs> you would think with James, you you would think. Oh no, wait, no, he did possession. The possession lasted like a year, I think. So yeah, yeah. So the whole possession arc lasted a year. So I laugh because. He was like, oh, I mean, Marlene Levitate. Pilot episode of Passions, he had uh, Grace Levitate. Grace Levitate. <laughs> He's like, oh, you like levitating? I'm going to make him levitate. Yeah, I'll, make, I'll, make, I'll make Grace Levitate. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> um, but it was different. It was like the angel girl made her levitate. <laughs> it, wasn't like it, it was the opposite of like the reason Marlene levitated. Yeah, true. It was totally completely opposite. Um. Was there anything important I missed? No, it, it, it was a good week. It was. Um, now that we're in the set that we're at, the resort, we'll call it, <laughs> that living yeah, in we're at, I feel like maybe next week might be the wedding dress week. Because I remember her being in that set in a wedding dress. Mm -hmm. So that's quick. <laughs> we're going it, yeah, from, I don't know if I want to stay a week to let's get married. <laughs> I've seen it kind of pop up, you know, how like when on YouTube, when you have like a, like a still of like what's in the video, if, uh -huh. they, if they don't put the, if they don't put the title card on there, uh, like one of the stills is her in a wedding dress. And I feel like it's coming up very quickly. Maybe very it was quickly. the promo because sometimes the promos are at the beginning of the episodes. So maybe yeah. the, that, Thumbnail is from the promo. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll see. I'm excited. Everything's like. Yeah, me too. I watched it twice, actually. Because <laughs> the first time I watched it, I was kind of like dozing in and out. And I was like, I'm glad I rewatched it because I totally didn't see the whole I'm your sister reveal. And I'm like, well, that's a mm -hmm. good thing I rewatched it. <laughs> that's important. <laughs> but do you have anything else to add before I wrap this up? No. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us for Poor Charles Tainted Love Week 8. Um, we will be back in a couple of weeks for Week 9. Um, as always, you can find us on all the socials at Queers and Soaps. And until next time, have a great day. Bye. Bye.